Shulchanat Acharav, we are in Simon Tovkuf Pehei, Halacha Beis, section 585. Today we begin the second Halacha. In Halacha Aleph, we learned that the shofar must be sounded while standing, and this is based on two psukim, Yom Trua Yelachem, it should be a, a day of sounding the shofar for you, Lachem, and it says in reference to the counting of the Omer, Svartem Lachem. So just like when one counts the Omer, one must be standing, in the same way one must stand while blowing the shofar. Now, we explained that if a person transgressed and sounded the shofar while sitting, Yatza, the person does fulfill their obligation and does not have to blow the shofar again. What about those that are listening to the shofar? Allah So in Allah Aleph, we were talking about the one blowing the shofar. In Allah it says those who listen to the shofar blasts need not stand, even if they have not yet fulfilled their obligation. And in other words, they are intending to do so with these shofar blasts. It is not imperative to stand when listening to these shofar blasts, but it has become universal custom to do so. Nevertheless, these blasts are still called tkiyos miyushav, the shofar blasts during which one may sit, because of the leniency originally granted as we mentioned yesterday, the title of this simon is Seidrat Kiyos Miyushav, the series of shofar blasts during which one may sit. So even though, as we mentioned, one should stand, but since there is this leniency that one who's listening may sit, therefore they are still called Tkiyos Miyushav. Now, in contrast to that, all are obligated to stand while the shofar is sounded during the Shemana Esrei of Musaf, and that is why those tkiyos are described as tkiyos me'umud, the shofar blasts during which one stands. Continuing, It is desirable to sound the shofar on the reader's platform from which the Torah is read. That's called, of course, the bima. And citing the statement of Rav Sadia Goyin that the sounding of the shofar recalls the the Sound of the shofar at Har Sinai, Mount Sinai. In the Kutei Sichas, the Rebbe explains, and this is in volume forty, uh, excuse me, volume thirty-nine, that we allude to this link by sounding the shofar immediately after Kriyasa Torah, after the Torah reading. It is appropriate to appoint a person who is tzaddik v'hagun, meaning righteous and honorable, to sound the shofar. The choice should be made, however, in a manner that will avoid controversy. Because, of course, that is the most important, that there should not be any arguments. Before sounding the shofar, while standing, the person that is sounding the shofar should recite the blessing aloud, and those that are listening should intend to fulfill their obligation to recite this blessing, as well as shahachiyanu, which we'll discuss in the next halacha, by listening to the person sounding the shofar and responding amen. Now, as as to what bracha is said, Asher blessed are you who has sanctified us with his commandments and has commanded us to hear the sound of the shofar. 
So the, the correct text is koil shoifer and not bikoil shoifer, for that would imply to heed the sound of the shofar. Now, why don't we say to sound the shofar? We say lishmoya koil shofar. Why don't we say Hashem commanded us to blow, to sound the shofar? The answer is because the essence of the mitzvah is not to sound the shofar, but to hear it. This principle is exemplified by the ruling in section 587 in the second halacha that a person who sounded the shofar but did not hear its blast has not fulfilled his obligation. Nevertheless, Al Rebbe concludes the halacha. If one transgressed or erred and concluded the blessing with the words to sound the shoifer or concerning the sounding of the shoifer, he has fulfilled his obligation. This concludes Allah Dalit and today's share.